Welcome to the State of Energy, the show with a recent large spike in the amount of complete archive downloads. Isn't that crazy, Tom? How many how many countries are we in now? Hey, hey, we're we're listening to all all over the world. Have we hit sixty countries yet? We're still fifty nine countries, twelve hundred fifty one cities. That's uh, very impressive, Tom. My name is Randy Witt, along with Tom Clark, Executive Director with Rocky Mountain Propane Association, a man whose intellect is so deep. Is it from an otherworldly source? <laughs> alien, ancient alien theorists say yes. <laughs> oh wow! You never, you never, you never seem to uh, not impress me on your openings here. Well, thank you. It's just the rest of the show that sucks, right? <laughs> Okay, now then, that is Tom Clark. We've talked about this. This show is the state of energy. We talk about how propane can improve your life, improve your wallet, improve the world. But we're tired of being treated like a 2 a.m. booty call. It's like the power goes out in Texas again. Hundreds of thousands of people without power. It's like the electricity went out in the town. Things didn't work out the way they wanted to. It's 2 a.m. Ring. Hey, you up? Yeah. We got people freezing in Texas again. Can you help us out? Propane comes and saves the day again for Texas, and uh, we don't get much credit for that. We seem to be get, no. we seem to be like the uh, we, we they want us to be here for emergencies, but they don't want us to be here for prime time. Isn't that the definition of a two a.m. booty call? <laughs> you can't you can't be here for 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 emergencies if you're if you just you know slowly kick us out the door every every time we turn around so we've we've got to be your prime source too you just can't you can't rely on propane for emergencies only this is true this is very true and uh, if you'd like to go back and be one of the many people that are downloading complete archives of our show you can do the same thing by going to thestateofenergy.com once again thestateofenergy.com get all of our past shows over the past four years now going into year four uh also a great where to buy button if you want to find out where there's propane near you you simply log on at stateofenergy.com, type in your zip code, and bam, you'll see all the places around you where you can get uh, propane. Also, rebates. People can get rebates by going to our website, no? Yeah. So uh, the rebate program has been around for for quite a while. Uh, We want to make sure that if, if you do install a propane appliance, that it's done safely. Because there's a, we see it on the news all the time. There's an accident here, an accident there. Maybe it's it's a natural gas. Maybe it's an electric installation. Maybe it's a propane installation. And it, if if you go down and buy an appliance that you're not qualified to install, make sure you hire a professional to do it, and we'll help you with a $200 rebate to make sure that that was done professionally and safely safety is our number one concern there when it comes to installing an appliance in your home so yeah once again go to thestateofenergy.com we're also on instagram at the state of energy and i don't know if you've noticed this tom but we've seemed to have a spike in females 22 to 30 that have been reaching out and i i don't know i they don't have a lot of followers it must be your hair they're following a lot of people that have like one follower it's odd i don't know i think your nephew's got something to do with this it's either you or your brother. Probably. Or the other brother. Big baller. <laughs> or your sisters, probably. He, they're, they're probably clicking all of our links and boosting our boosting our, uh, our, our followers for sure. Thanks, big baller propane hauler. You're the best. 
So once again, check us out on Instagram at the State of Energy. Uh, also, uh, we've got this coming up again. I can't believe it's been a year. The 75th Southeastern Convention and International Propane Expo, April 23rd through the 25th at the Music City Center in Nashville. It's presented by the National Propane Gas Association and such fond memories of last year. Silverware poker, frying off my taste buds on hot chicken. Pretending I'm in the X Games on a rent a scooter. Are we going this year? Are I we going to be told there? Me we were. I already brought my tickets. You already you already booked your ticket. Yeah, we still doing the double house thing. <laughs> I better get on that. <laughs> so uh, we'll have more information about the 75th annual Southeastern Convention and International Propane Expo on our website as well. Uh, if you're going, we hope to see you. And if you don't have a chance to join us, uh, check out uh, all of the fantastic reporting we'll be doing. For the state of energy, uh, we'll we'll be there. We'll be there signing autographs this year for sure. Yes, you, actually, I believe you signed a couple. That was very impressive. Um, and now we're going into uh, an area uh, with deep emotion. Deep, deep emotions. emotions. This is uh, Tom's rant. This is Tom's rant on a new grant because there's lots of money here. The the grant rant. The grant rant. We've talked about grants before. Mm-hmm. There is a new uh, federal transit administration. Otherwise known as uh, what the DOT, right? The Department of Transportation the dot- is get, giving out over a billion dollars, one point two two billion dollars for low or no emissions grants, and and this is well, I love the word no emissions because <laughs> it, is that even a thing? Is there is there a such is there such a thing as no emissions? Uh, transportation, a vehicle that's no emissions. I don't know. Maybe if you start after the halfway point, I, I, I don't know. I'm, that's the part that really frustrates me is the word no emissions because that just doesn't even exist. But here's the, here's the facts of this grant. This is, they're calling it the lower no. And if you are any type of uh, public transportation, uh, you, not school bus, school buses do not, qualify but anybody else that that transports the public and uh, you have a facility and you're collecting revenue charging somebody this could be uh, the the local the local transit authority the local buses or it could be maybe a national park it could there's lots of of government ran transit uh, bus services out there they're they're the, this federal grant is going to give out a over a billion dollars to replace a diesel powered bus with a clean propane powered bus. And it'll also pay for your infrastructure to refuel that bus. So uh, let's say you, you've got a, a little national park like Bryce Canyon. They've got uh, some shuttles that are moving people around. Mm-hmm. Get rid of those diesel powered buses. The grant will pay for 80% of your bus. And that's that's a lot. And and propane powered buses are way cheaper than electric bus. Like a quarter. We're talking in um, uh, yeah, from the millions down into just a couple hundred thousand dollars. So 25% is is pretty conservative that that you're going to uh, spend on a propane bus compared to an electric bus. So uh plus then you're going to get 90% of the facility to refuel that bus. So we're talking a massive savings to to replace that diesel powered unit with a propane powered unit and and not have to fall into this electric bus 
uh, nonsense because we know that the the electricity around here is super dirty. It's it's all made from coal and natural gas. It's not clean. The the propane here is way cleaner than trying to use an elect electricity for for a bus. And it's also uh, it's less expensive over the lifespan of the vehicle. Oh yeah, I mean if you, if you go back to uh, the some of the stories that we've talked about, like like Zion's National Park. Yes. you remember this story? <laughs> yeah. We've we've talked about Zion's <laughs> National Park for three years now and and five years ago they came out and said we're going to replace our propane buses with electric buses you remember that yep you know it was you know the barn it was a barn fire gotta get this done gotta get it done now let's move well where's the buses yeah <laughs> they haven't delivered yet it's called reality reality is starting they're... to strike we mean we have to use up the full charge to heat up the bus in the winter and then we have to charge it again and then it's cold how does that work it's is this is insane. It's uphill. Insane. So, so we we talked about this story, and I we want to bring this up again because there is this federal money available now, and it would go. It'd be great for a park like Zion's National Park because apparently they can't get their hands on these electric buses that they spent thirty three million dollars on. Thirty three million dollars for twenty seven buses. What could have, what could you have done in the park? For thirty-three million, dollars. think about all the things well, you could have done. I tell you, I tell you, you could have replaced all the propane buses every four years, but you wouldn't have to. You wouldn't have to. Why? Because the current pro- they last longer. The current propane buses are going on year twenty-three right now. They 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 put them in place in two thousand. They're still and I've ridden on those buses, and you you would not think that those things are two decades old. They're still running today, twenty three years later, mm-hmm. and those propane buses are still chugging along. The infrastructure's already there. They don't need to go buy a bunch of uh, new technology to refuel them. And you know you know what else about that that refueling technology that they have for the propane? You could go buy renewable propane, which is super ultra clean. You could put it in that same bus that's 23 years old. You could put it in the same tank that they refuel those buses with, and you could save a ton of money. So it, it's really frustrating that we're spending uh, taxpayer money on. $33 million on electric buses they can't seem to be able to get. And <laughs> even funnier than that, Rand, is I saw an email the other day from uh, a Clean Cities Coalition uh, employee that says, yeah, uh, we're already looking at replacing the electric buses with hydrogen. <laughs> they haven't even gotten them yet. They're, they're, they're already thinking about the replacement program for buses they don't even have yet. That was not happening 22 years ago when the propane buses were coming no. coming in, rolling in. They, they've been <laughs> they've been trying to replace these propane buses for 5 or 6 years. They can't even do it. Let's make it simple for Zions. Just buy a propane bus. Replace your current one because they're they're not concerned about the engine they're concerned about the body of the bus it's been driving around the park for 23 years yeah let's let's get them a new propane powered bus and save everybody a ton of money because this is this does this money just doesn't fall out of the sky no this this money gets tacked on to the national debt 
Yeah, well, yeah, thank you. Before you, I mean, think about this, folks, before we move on to this very enlightening story about the national debt. Um, when it comes down to, I mean, think about it, $33 million, okay, you could get the same amount of buses for 25% of that, and then what could you do with all that extra money? You could do a ton of improvements to that park. Yes. If, if you got $33 million and you only need to spend $3 million to replace all the buses, you've got a you got 30 million bucks that you could you could spend for for the visitors and and, and for the for the area or not just it's, save it for a rainy day it's in, <laughs> it's insane that we're going to waste all of this money that somebody's going to have to pay back one day and 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 we're going to already plan on replacing those already which we don't even have yeah with yeah with new buses that are going to cost even more than the ones they're buying now Okay. Um, and uh, we want folks to know that we're not anti-electric, hydro, solar, hydro, whatever. We're not, we're not anti-clean energy. We just know that propane can play a much larger role than it is right now as we clean up the environment and help the world who's in an energy crisis get through it without strangling ourselves financially. That's right. Yeah, yeah absolutely. We... We love electricity. We've yes. said we love electricity from day one. We can't do this right now, what we're doing without electricity. We love electricity. We need it in our daily lives. There's, there's, there's no doubt about it. The fact that uh, they could have spent that money replacing something that was actually dirty, mm-hmm. like all the other dirty things that we've talked about on this show, uh, that's a lot of money that they could have thrown at taking um, – dirty school buses or dirty transit buses that run on diesel. That's, that's a real polluter uh, and, and replacing it with, with something else. Maybe it is an electric bus. Maybe there's a place that an electric bus would have worked out well, but replacing one clean energy with another clean energy. That's not even as clean. That doesn't make sense. That is Tom Clark, Executive Director with Rocky Mountain Propane Association. My name is Rand DeWitt. Find out more about how propane can improve your life, your wallet, and the environment by going to thestateofenergy.com. That is thestateofenergy.com. And Tom sent me this lovely little link about the debt clock. And if you're someone that really enjoys being stressed out and anxious, give it a look. The debt clock is, is kind of funny to look at. Uh, it's, just, it's, it's disturbing. <laughs> It's like some massive little uh, spreadsheet that somebody plugged this this in, and and you can see all the the money that comes in and the money that goes out, and and obviously we're spending more money than we bring in in, in, in tax revenue, and <laughs> and it's a, an astounding amount of money. I'm looking at it right now, and it says our our revenue is four point six trillion dollars, and we're spending six trillion. And it, it's disturbing because a lot of this is being used for this clean energy efforts that we keep talking about for projects like that Zion's National Park project where we're not actually moving the needle for in, in cleanness. You know, we're actually going backwards. So h- how can we justify spending $33 million when we're all, you know, we've got billions of dollars, trillions of dollars in, in budget deficit, but, but it's okay to spend this money and move the, the emissions needle backwards. It doesn't make any sense. And it, it's, it's super frustrating to watch that happen. Um, 
in all this this clean energy that we're that we're focused on right now as a nation seems to be electric based right it seems to be that we're trying to clean clean the world up by forcing everybody to, to use electricity mm-hmm. and if i'm and if you could look at some of the the major uh, the major U.S. producers of emissions. There's a there's a nice article uh, from the it's it's a uh, InsideClimateNews.org, but it's uh, shows the EPA's data from 2000 or 2021 of the top emissions, um, the worst emissions emitters. So guess guess who these 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 top seven are? Oh, you'll you'll never guess. So I'm just gonna tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> the the number one is is a coal fired power plant. Well, yeah. All right. So, but it's it's a power plant. It produces electricity. Mm-hmm. The the power plant's not going to go away anytime soon. But it it's a it's a major emissions producer. The next one is another coal mine that that's uh, producing methane. Uh, the next one is a nitrous oxide. Uh, facility that makes all of your uh, plastics and and nylon, the carpet that you use, the uh, seatbelts in your car, it, all, all this stuff that's that we need for your daily life that's not going away. That's not going to go away either. But there's pantyhose? there's a <laughs> your pantyhose, yeah, that's not going away. But there's one that really sticks out that I was like, that's super interesting. I did not know that. There's there's a um, there's a product that's uh, called a sulfur hexafluoride. You ever heard of this before? Sulfur hexafluoride. This this product is it something you take at a rave? <laughs> that sounds sounds like Rand's rave medicine. <laughs> this is this is twenty five thousand times worse for the climate than carbon dioxide. It's the most potent greenhouse gas ever ever assessed and you know where they use this at it's a synthetic gas used on high voltage circuit breakers for power plants the there's one particular power plant called the american electric power Uh, they released the most out of any power plant enough greenhouse gases that they would need to take ninety nine thousand cars off the street to to make up for this one greenhouse gas emitter that's just one power plant so i had no idea that these circuit breakers for these high voltage power lines were using a gas that's a the most potent greenhouse gas ever why isn't this discussed if if it's so important that we every move we make be a step in net zero be a step in keeping the cleaning the environment saving the environment why isn't this a pretty big discussion Nobody wants to talk about that. They just they just want to talk about this zero emissions world that that is tailpipe. We don't ever talk about the, the the emissions from when this thing was produced. Forget about the the coal and the natural gas and all the emissions that come from the power plant. Then then you have all these other emissions from the time that it leaves to the time that it gets to your car. And we don't ever talk about that. And some of the cleanest power you can produce would be from a propane powered generator. Right. 
And that's that's one of the major things that we're saying. What, look at what propane can do to actually help the environment, like from start to finish. From, from start to finish. You could have a nice little local power plant that ran on some renewable propane that charged your vehicles, that powered up your house, and it would be truly clean. But by the, t- by the time you get some of this power from some of these other places, it's not clean at all. And we don't have enough power in- anyway. And over but half of it gets lost in transmission. Over more than half. So you got to send more than that. 65% of, of the power, the energy consumed is lost by the time it gets to your house. So think about all the coal you have to build to get to X amount. It's not just, get, you know, we need this much coal to get to X amount. Well, let's do away with coal. Let's get. A, let's say we do away with the coal and we do away with natural gas power. Okay. What's their next choice for 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 some clean electricity? Uh, sunshine. <laughs> Sunshine's a good a good idea, but you know sometimes sometimes the sun doesn't shine and the wind doesn't blow. But there's That's a right. there's a pretty big uh, movement for nuclear power. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. We, we start to hear about different mm-hmm. nuclear projects going on um, from Bill Gates to yes. all, all these other billionaires that are that are thinking about. Even Gavin Newsom, he has been talking about uh, delaying some of the shutting down of some nu- nuclear power plants here. Did you did you know they're going to they're they're trying to build a nuclear power plant in Utah? <laughs> yeah, let's build a nuclear power plant in what is effectively a desert. They no, this is this is real. It's called the Blue Castle Project. The Blue and, Castle. And I'm all I'm all for clean electricity. If you can make it, let's do it. If you can make some clean, safe electricity, let's do it. But the the Blue Castle project, this thing started in in 2007. Okay. As a as a three billion dollar project. And well, that's that's the most interesting part. So they've they've been working on it. They've been they've found the land out in the middle of the desert, down by Green River, Utah. They've acquired. You can even Google Earth it and see that they've drilled a few holes in the ground. They've moved some dirt around, but that's about it. That's the to the extent that they've done on the ground is just move some dirt around. But they're they're trying to build this massive nuclear power plant in the desert. On next to a river that's that flows, the Green River goes into Colorado. The Colorado ends up in Lake Powell. Lake Powell ends up down the Grand Canyon and into Lake Mead, and then down into California. Knee bones connected to the leg <laughs> yeah. bone, which we know is at historic lows right now. So yeah, they they've acquired the water. They've got some of the water rights anyway. They've got some of the water rights. They got the land, but this project has been in in the works for over sixteen years. The 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 estimate has gone from three billion to twenty billion. <laughs> they were they were supposed to break ground this year. I don't. I highly doubt they're going to break any ground this year. And and that estimate w- that went from twenty million was in two thousand eighteen, five years ago. Can you imagine? Twenty million has probably gone to forty million, or twenty billion's probably gone to forty billion in the last five years. But even even that, they're saying we might open this in 2030, probably won't be until 2037, maybe 2040. But that that just shows that it takes at least 30 years for you to get a nuclear power plant from concept to production to actually producing power. 30 years from now, it'll be it'll be it'll be. 
2050, 2060 before we can actually put in more nuclear power plants. We, we don't have that much time. We got to start using more propane for the transportation sector right now. We got to fill that gap with propane. You know what? And it's also, uh, as we've talked about this in the past, the propane industry is a great industry to jump into if you're looking to change careers. I mean, it's going to grow by $50 billion over the next few years of propane industry. And there's a wide variety of opportunities for people that would like to take a look. Yeah, it, it's it, because it's a clean fuel for today. Yes, Right now, we can we can fuel everything right now with clean propane. We have so much propane, we're exporting more than we even consume. Record levels of exports. Record levels. We have the propane here available. We have the technology. We we don't need a whole bunch of trillions of dollars in funding. It's here. It's available. It's it's here now. We can start using it from everything from power electric generation to to powering buses to your farm to your home to your business and it's energy security for everyone see i told you folks when we started this this man's intellect is so deep it must be otherworldly <laughs> ancient alien theorists say yes tom clark executive director with rocky mountain propane association thank you for your wealth of knowledge my name is rand dewitt and we are always online at the state of energy.com.